Hello and welcome to the Demographic Cast. My name is Jack Street. I'm joined today by Brett Lee and Alex DeBoyk. I won't introduce you as Australian fast bowler. I had this idea that I was going to find different Brett Lees around the world and then introduce you as different Brett Lees. Yeah, it would take you a while to find yeah, enough Brett Lees. Isn't there an Australian surfer? Is there? Or an American surfer called Brett Lee? Or... Uh, there are, I mean, there are loads called Brett. I don't know about right, Brett well. Lee. No. Anyway, it doesn't work as well. I just like I think, the first Yeah, I think you struggle to find any other just, just There's only one Brett Lee in my life. <laughs> change my name each time to yeah. Brett something else. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody... Or Bruce somebody Lee. Lee. What are the famous Lees are there? Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we're not going to be talking about different people named Brett Lee. No. We're going to be talking about um, our university experiences and kind of... Both advice for people that are at university. Um, we've all graduated now. We all went to Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how we met. Just it is record. how we met uh, in our last year, the best year, um, <laughs> the best year. <laughs> and uh, thoughts for people who are thinking about going to university. I guess that that might want a kind of a different take to the ones yeah. that you get. So when in my school, I went to an academy, and uh, they were, I don't want not anti-university, but there was we were persuaded to look at apprenticeships as much as possible it was a design and tech like science and technology focused school right. and PE focused school and um, a lot of the advice that we got given was to um, you know think about doing an apprenticeship thinking about learning a trade mm-hmm. and then then if you really want to look at universities so um, I w- had my heart set on going to university since I was like 15 16. Um, I wanted to study politics, I wanted to go to university, it was just a matter of what university I went to, I don't know if that was the same for you guys, obviously you've got quite a unique experience Brett. But... Yeah, but I was always encouraged by my parents from their stories at university of mostly social, you know, relate, social, yeah. related to social lives, but... Were you the first, Alex, were you the first person I in your family to go was, to university? I've had a few cousins go to university, but I was the, my mum my and dad didn't go to yeah. university, so they were, they like encouraged me to go, you know, they didn't really get the opportunity, like, my mum was essentially well not forced but she wasn't really given any other ideas of what to do other than to go into like catering which is what she did for right. her whole life yeah but um yeah i was the first person in my like biological family my non-biological dad went to university but um none of my no i was the first person yeah in my biological family to go to university so um and they always encouraged that i went but mm. i mean you've got Go ahead and talk about your what my education, your, yeah, university experience, like you're right. leading up and then going to like what happened in France and etc. Et sure, yeah, I mean, I grew up in France, so I went to school from the age of six to eighteen in France and did my baccalaureate there, um, and also went to university in France for about three months. But yeah, my experience was very different to I imagine well what my then experience in the UK was because in France the university system seems to be very uh focused on the academic side it doesn't there's no or at least at the university that i was at there was no student union there was no um, societies no events really going on i think there were a few brief sort of get together things at the very beginning of the year but i didn't go to any and uh, they weren't particularly advertised um not like they are at universities here Mm. um and also, like, I mean, <laughs> we'll get into this later, I assume, but the, the, in terms of how many hours I spent at uni in France, I must have spent probably, uh, I can't remember how many hours a week it was exactly, but it was 
way way more than it was here at uni and then the third yeah. the, our third year is what I only went had six hours a week I can't remember how many you I think I had about four, I six four or five yeah yeah well let's talk so, about let's talk about that now because I mean I university for me was nothing how I expected it to be hmm. it was completely different um, both academically and socially I didn't go to halls I didn't get into halls hmm. I applied late and then organised the house um Portsmouth separated into kind of three distinct areas. You've got Gun Wharf, which is the outlet, yeah. and the student area. Then you've got Fratton, which is more of the local area. Then you've got Southsea, which is quite studenty, but um, there are also locals. It's a yeah, bit more town like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, and it's lovely. But yeah. for me, not being in halls, and then I didn't join any societies I, I didn't put myself out there nearly as much as I could and that would be my first piece of advice for anybody that is either at university and just yeah, because you don't sure. put yourself out there in your first year doesn't mean that you yeah, can't yeah. it doesn't mean you, you never can no absolutely not I would say the, the my number one piece of advice for anybody at university is throw yourself into absolutely yeah. everything you possibly mm-hmm. can yeah meet as many people as you can yeah. and Fake do as much as you, if you can. have to it's, yeah. uh, it's not yeah yeah but it's key isn't it really because I I mean, in my first few weeks, I'd still signed up to, like, the Rock Society. Um, I don't think I did any other societies, actually, in my first... Oh, and the Radio Society, but that never took off anyway. Um, but in terms of, like, events, in my first year, I never went out to any of the Freshers events. Yeah. Um, and... I did, and um, had a lovely time. Yeah. But <laughs> after, time. That, after that, I, I didn't... I, I bet I didn't join any societies. Yeah. I, I, I signed up for stuff. I signed up for, like, ten... But didn't go to any of the freshers' events. Right. Um, I think my experience was slightly different because I was the only one out of us three to get into halls. Oh, I got yeah. halls as well. You got into halls. Oh, you were at, further out of Europe. I was down by the, yes, the common yeah. barrel house. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I was I was lucky in that I, I met a quite a good group of people, and you know, I because like it, if otherwise I hadn't been living with li- living with a good group of pe- people, I'm not sure what I, what I would have done. Mm. Um, it's such a lottery, isn't it? If you're if you're going in going into halls, and it's like you've got no idea who who you're going to yeah. be with. Yeah. Like I remember other flats where people would go out all the time, and then there'd be other flats where people would never go out, mm, and yeah. they wouldn't know they wouldn't I'd, even speak to each other. And it was I barely talked to anybody on my yeah. floor at the in yeah in Borough House. So yeah, it's yeah, it's just it is just a lottery. But yeah, it is. If you throw yourself out out there as much as you can, then you're you're gonna be involved in as many groups and mm-hmm. meet as many people as you possibly can and uh, you know and alright you might not um, continue seeing or go going to another club, going to a certain society or something but you're, the, li- the likelihood of you find, finding something you enjoy in a group, group of people that you enjoy spending time with is much greater mm. and therefore I think you're going to have a far better experience than someone who doesn't do anything or doesn't like Throw themselves out there. Yeah, yeah, and it, it sounds like obvious advice. Everyone yeah, yeah, tell you yeah. yeah. Every, everyone it, tells, it tells you. It is so easy to cut yourself off. Yeah. I, for my entire life, was always really socially active. Mm-hmm. Always had a decent group of friends. I've had the same group of core friends since I was in year seven. Like, was always really lucky from that regard. And as soon as I went off to university, I probably fit the bill as being somebody that would be involved in all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. at university life. And I completely shut myself off from a lot of what goes on at university. Mm. Like I'd go to my lectures and I'd speak to people and I was like, you know, I had friends on my course and yeah. I went out every now and then, like me and Shiv would go out and yeah. I just, but I just, I just didn't, 
make an effort to kind of be part of the university community, whatever kind of that means. Yeah. Like the, and that was really detrimental to me. Yeah. Until my third year. Sure. Um, In your first and second years, would you say you both were homesick at all? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I didn't really have that issue, considering I just moved from France away from mm. my my dad. But then maybe that will surprise people because. I would say that you would feel more homesick because you're away from what you've known for a lot of your life. You're away. Yeah. I mean, I know you live with your grandparents for a little yeah, while, I did, but yeah. you've, you're away from the, that kind of comfort zone, and you're completely on your own. And it's not like I could just yeah. hop on a train and within two and a half hours I was at home, and I still felt homesick. You would have to get on a plane and then <laughs> yeah, take but it, a car it wasn't journey. really home for me anymore. And I think right. the fact that I spent okay. so long at my grandparents meant that, and the fact that I was there. Uh, suffering with mental health issues mm. and sort of recovering from that, I think the next logical step was going to university to put myself out there. So the yeah. fact, that, so the homesickness didn't really come into play because I was there for a, I don't know, I don't know. It felt like I was there for a reason for my own. Yeah. To uh, like, yeah, re- re- like mental yeah, health almost rehabilitation. Re- yeah, almost. A bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a bit like the. Like, and I, I was, it was a part of the recovery process. Yeah, but I think I just got so sick and tired of feeling like that yeah. and not feeling necessarily as at home in Portsmouth as I would have liked to. Mm-hmm. But those first two years, I mean, I, I spoke all the time about dropping out all the time. Not that I ever would have done, really? but I, all the time I said, yeah, I said, I, I, I don't want to be here. I'm just here because I just paying all this money and I'm just going to get the degree mm. and that's it. Wow. And then all of that built up to like halfway through my second year going yeah. saying, I'm moving out of this house. I'm, gonna throw myself into a 20 whatever it is 23 bed yeah, house mm. that yeah, is essentially a halls, halls. Yeah. Yeah. and join a load of societies and just make them absolute most of my last year at university and not regret anything yeah and you know met you guys mm-hmm. and met my girlfriend and it was the best one of the best years of my life mm. and all it was was me saying i've had enough of not being a part of this and not making the most of this time and i'm gonna make sure i did it and my, i now have a positive view of university because I made that decision in my last year. Sure. You do sound like a completely different person from your first two years. I don't yes. Know if you think yeah, well, I think... But, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. from what you've said anyway. It doesn't sound like you at all that we know. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And yeah. it, it isn't... It wasn't me before. Sure. It was just those two years. And yeah. it was only when I was at uni. When I came home, mm-hmm. completely back to normal. Right. Completely back to normal. Right, yeah. But and then back at university and it's like, oh, I'm back here again. Like, yeah. And it just takes I, away I, But there are so many people that were like that as well. Mm. I had various friends, even in halls in first year, that would go back every chance they got. Um, they'd always, yeah, always go home, and it was like an escape for them, I guess. To... For sure, yeah. I, I, I always found the most difficult thing was the transition between, like after after Christmas or after the summer, mm. getting back into that transition of, uh, all right, I'm not, uh, I'm back at university now, you, you know, and then going back, back back home and it's like you've lost all your independence again and I always found that the most difficult bit when I when I was back at uni for the first few days I wanted to be back back at home but then when I was back home at the end of term I'd want to be back at university it it was it was such a tricky Mm. tricky thing but I think once you if you if if you put yourself out there then I think you're going to find that you can get into a flow more easily and just get on with things Mm. and that 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 helps enormously, I think, if you've mm. got yeah, that for sort sure. of thing. I think another reason, actually, I just thought that I didn't feel so homesick might have been because, for me, it was moving out. I wasn't yeah. still living at home, technically. I was. It was now I, your home. I was now yeah. on my own, independent, yeah. moving out. It was my home, yeah. Because then the two summers I spent, one of them in America, travelling, and the other one still in Portsmouth, mm. so working. 
Yeah, it's whereas I came home and did pretty much nothing. Yeah, yeah same. Um, yeah. And, you know, whether or not that was positive, I mean, like, went on holiday a few times and, you know, did a bit of travelling, but um, that was it, really. And then going back to university and then being in that position where you'd not been there for a while mm-hmm. and second year work starts to ramp up a little bit, not yeah. too much, and I suppose, we'll, yeah, again, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that as well yeah but then yeah after being at home for ages then going back to university and then having to adjust again Mm -hmm. and then thinking i'd much rather be at home then coming home losing your independence and then going back and then not having that support network there for when you do feel like shit yeah and you do all you want is to kind of i don't know feel a bit more secure not putting yourself into a position where you have that like yeah support network or that yeah yeah ability to reach out and uh-huh. say to people that, that you're, you're your peers mm. I'm really struggling at the moment yeah. and yeah. I'm not really enjoying myself that much did you ever contact anybody at the university no. that provided no did no. you I wish I wish I had because the amount they they pushed it didn't they and they've got yeah. all these they had all these different services didn't they yeah. I think people should if you are struggling then you, mm. you should definitely use it because it's you know it's what it's, it's what it's there for and sure I wonder if it really because I never did either but I wonder if it helped anybody who did because they were pushing it quite a bit. But I mean, Holly did, and she didn't ever say that it helped her particularly. So right. I, I don't know. I think it depends on the person yeah, as well. For sure. I think and things what? like talking therapy. I think everybody should try. Yeah. Um, and for some people, it works really well, mm-hmm. and for other people, it just isn't for them. But there are other forms of therapy or other forms of mental health support that really work for them. Yeah. Um, but at university is so crucial because for the first time you're out in the world on your own. You have to make new friends. Yeah. For some people you are completely alone. Mm-hmm. You're living in a new house. You're doing all this stuff that you've never done before. Yeah. Cooking, cleaning. And whilst they are the basic things, if you've never been taught how to do that stuff, yeah. some of the dishes that I've seen conjured up in <laughs> some university of your, houses. Some of your dishes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, I'm a phenomenal cook. <laughs> some, of the, some of the things that I've seen conjured up are, are awful awful but if you never Classic. i mean Bread. beans on beans pasta with yeah, sausage yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know if you but uh, uh, brett's a great cook but if you've never <laughs> been taught how to cook before you yeah. just do weird shit yeah and or like doing your laundry and that kind of yeah thing. Like, and yeah or yeah. not doing your laundry, not doing laundry. <laughs> um yeah. and and that all weighs on you mm-hmm. and then you have working independently for the first time yeah having to meet deadlines mm-hmm. Some of financial management, financial yes, management, that's absolutely, such, that's so important. which again should be taught in schools. Mm-hmm. Personal finance. Because how many yeah. people went off into their overdraft? Oh, well, yeah. As soon as over, as soon as the student uh, finance drops, what is it? People yeah. like straight yeah. to gum off. I'm yeah. going to splash yeah. out all yeah. this money. I'm going to buy a new PS4 and a bunch of games <laughs> and, and loads of new clothes, and then you're shitting your pants because yeah. a, a month into university, you've got no money left. Yeah. Yep. You know, and everybody's been there. Mm-hmm. We've all been there, like have to tighten our belts because we've got no money, or saying like, "Um, I can't go any nights out now because <laughs> I went out too much in the first few weeks." Or, yeah. I think the uh, freshers of third year. I went out in the first month of third year with you guys. Yeah, I went out more then than I did probably for the majority of my the rest of my uni life. Yeah, like because you know you've just met new friends and you want to go yeah, out and do yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. And we, then it's we, like, did, we did go out quite a lot, that first, especially that first week, didn't crap, we? Crap, I've got no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but um, but even yeah, 
yeah. so budgeting and like that kind of For thing sure. is, is, it's super is crucial yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely and, and, then, and rent paying rent paying yeah. bills yes, and organizing yeah. that kind it's of thing it's not really um and that's how these like you know estate agents start you know screwing people over because yeah. they the students don't have proper understanding of the housing market or of how or financial management um, how bills work how like, bills work you know, running the tap what they should the tap be looking, what they should be looking for when they move into new places yeah. or when they're just looking at new places dealing with estate agents like yes. all of this stuff that you have to do yeah. in the real world uh-huh. that the majority of people have never had and for no fault of their own no. have never had to deal with no. and all of a sudden you're having to deal with this stuff yeah. completely and uh-huh. we have no experience and school the thing that is supposed to set us up for life doesn't prepare us for this no, it doesn't. whatsoever. No. And then it's no wonder that so many people find themselves at university without having a clue as to what to do. Yeah. Um, but if we kind of backtrack it's a little bit... It's testament to a lot of people, though, because uh, there are so many people who do get through oh, university. Yeah, yes. and, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, yeah, make loads of friends and, and get a good degree. Yeah. Well, the majority of people, I imagine. But So it is testament to everybody that yeah. does, I think, but yeah. are thrown into those situations that don't necessarily have any, uh, like you're saying, education on it or... Haven't just don't have those life skills yet. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, it's still quite. Yeah, because you have to adapt, don't yeah, you? And you do. people a lot of the time do adapt do to adapt, those yeah. those new situations. Sure. But if back to the back to kind of like the, you know mental health aspect of university and it's, it's particularly the kind of isolation mm. that you feel, um, suicide rates at universities are super high. Really, um, especially with, with men. Mm. And I think, as you guys were talking about, encouraging people to talk about their feelings a lot more and encouraging other guy, like guys to look out for their friends and to you know, ask twice and make sure people are okay and yeah. share their own experiences so that people... I know this is something that we've all been pretty good at. I mean, we have these conversations quite a lot. Yeah. That made my university like, experience a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Especially in third year when you've got so much on your plate, yeah. having those outlets that yeah. you can reach out to. But sure. a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, even when they do have it, they don't really know how to best utilise those support networks. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we have to sort of ask guys to do is, is and obviously you know girls as well, but is to talk about their feelings a lot more and be open with talking about their feelings and discussing their feelings I think it's n- not something that we should we, we cannot any longer shame this it should be no. talking about your mental health should be exactly the same as saying that you've got a cold if yeah. you're feeling yeah. down you should say yeah I'm just feeling bad. I'm mm-hmm. bummed, you know, I'm even even saying that you're cold for great. some people is difficult as well yeah it's, well, it's like... true yeah it's true <laughs> but you know, or a bit of you know I've got a bunged up nose yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah I've just been feeling a bit down the past few days you know we all get like it bit under the weather, a bit blue. Mm-hmm. And just to be able to say that and yeah. to have that support and pe- have to have people know it's going to make a massive difference. But if you don't set yourself up in the position or at least try to set yourself up in the position where you have people to talk to, yeah. you are going to start to feel yeah, that way a lot more. Yeah. Do you think that's more of a cultural thing that it, or that that might uh, contribute to it? The fact that in Britain people tend to put on a bit of a stiff upper lip. Well, you've always said this, haven't I you? I have, yeah, because I've, well, I grew up in France, so in a different culture, and I feel like there's a bit... It's, it may be not so open. There are, obviously, areas where people in France aren't so open, but I think I just tend to remember people at school, in college or whatever, just generally talking more openly about how they were feeling. And mm. Yeah, maybe it is, but I don't really know where that comes from. Maybe no. it, there is a bit of a tradition of stiff, up, stiff 
upper lip. <laughs> um, but I also think there's our parish generation <laughs> um, probably spoke about their feelings less. Maybe. I think that there are parents' parents definitely. Yeah. It, because it's that sort of post-war. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, about to say, you know, our, our grandparents, so our parents' parents, you know, growing up during the war, you, you know, you just got on with things, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's transitioned onto our parents and now it's trans- transitioned onto us. I think it really needs to change. Yeah. I was quite lucky because my parents were always pretty open with their feelings and then with me talking about my feelings. And I I know that I would be able to go to my parents to talk about anything, but whether you do or not is a separate issue. And I'm not saying that's on my parents whatsoever. Sure. It's totally on me. But I think there is a culture, especially, and I think it's changing. And I think yeah. obviously for the better, we're talking about this stuff a lot more. The fact that we can sit here and talk about this now yeah. is, mm-hmm. you know, means that there is a societal change. Yeah. Um, things like Movember um, now yeah. is aimed at ma- men- men's mental health as well as men's cancer and other mm-hmm. illnesses. Um, so, you know, these, this stuff is changing, but I do think like a lot of things there needs to be, yeah, that cultural societal shift to say that this is okay. It's okay to yes, feel down. Yeah. It's okay to feel under the weather. It's okay not to be in a positive place mm-hmm. and then provide ways in which to tackle that stuff. Yeah more and it's getting away from that man up mm-hmm. attitude towards things yeah um and i think that is something that we do probably do over here a bit too much yeah um is just say i'm, oh, I'm just gonna get on with it everything will be okay yeah but i think yeah you're right it is changing yeah yeah for sure for but, sure uh, oh, go no, I just, no you go, you go. <laughs> no, i was gonna say and that is amplified at university because yeah. it is so new um and i i think that um you go from having quite a regimented life at school mm-hmm. mm. to then having a lot of free time. Yeah, a lot and, of free time. <laughs> and probably not enough time with a schedule, yeah. with a timetable, doing stuff. Uh-huh. Um, that's what everyone says. Time management. Yeah. Yeah, time yeah. management. Plan your day out. Plan yeah. your day. Get up at the same time every yeah. morning and try and go to bed at the same time every evening <laughs> and have stuff to do in the day where you can, yeah. where you're always busy. Right, that's yeah. like a, you know, I wonder that's how many like people a, did that. <laughs> barely anybody, yeah. I bet. Barely, because I certainly didn't. I feel like the people who actually have more of a regimented uh, timetable, like people who are doing like pharmaceuticals or mm. something, who have more lectures and seminars than that, are probably way more likely to 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 be more. Uh, what's the word? Responsible with their time, at least, or yeah, have sure. more of a. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know. I think the important thing is to make sure that you go to your lectures. Uh, you know, like the first ones that, that you have don't. I know a lot of people that sort of pawn them off because they were, you know, just old introductory yeah. lectures mm. and oh, first year doesn't matter anyway. But if you can get into the swing of things, especially in first year, where yeah, all right, it's not as important as the late as the late the late years. But um, mm. start as you mean to go on. Yeah, it, thing, it, exactly, it? Yeah. exactly. Yeah, if you can get into the swing in first year, then. Yeah, you, you'll really, find that it'll get easier. I really wish I'd made more of an effort, I, and I, I didn't. I went to every lecture in my first year, but I still didn't make it as much of an effort in terms of like yeah. research. Yeah, or yeah. So and into yeah, with, and with that, essays, like the amount of essays I left a couple of days before, yeah, and then pooed my pants, mm-hmm. and then said, "Oh, oh, it's all uni's fault." Like, yeah, 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 and complained and made excuses yeah. when, in reality, I knew about this essay weeks in advance, yeah. and I just. You know, palmed it off, yeah. and then you put I mean, way more pressure on yourself, yeah. And it's nowhere near as good as you're capable of, and then you feel worse because of that. And yeah. 
third year, I think, demonstrates exactly that you we or we all can do that. We yeah, can of all, course. Because yeah. we had the dissertation and then various other essays and assignments throughout the year that we planned quite But well, we also had each other keeping, like, holding each other to yeah, account. Yeah, that's true. that's true. Whereas I didn't have that at yeah, all in my first and second year. It was mm. me. It was down to me as to when I was going to work and when I wasn't going to work. Yeah. And if you live in a house where you're looking and somebody's getting up and they're going to the gym and they're going yeah. and doing work and you go, oh, how, how, I want a bit of that. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going to continue. I'm going to copy that lifestyle a little bit more mm-hmm. and we can go and do work together. We go, you know, yeah. you increase those patterns of behaviour sure. through each other and you kind of push each other on. Yeah. And that's, especially in third year, that's so important because I don't know about you, but the work rate from, or the, the workload from my first year and my second year was pretty minuscule. Yeah. And then up to third year, for me, I mean, it's probably different for you, Alex, but for me, it was huge. I I, I don't know. I felt like, uh, for my course in particular, uh, particular because I was doing English literature, so I was reading all the time. I felt like that helped help, help, helped me with my later years, but um, I felt like the lectures and things did a really good job of um, making sure the second year led right into third in in like into third year. I I didn't feel like there was a change in the work the workload particularly between second and third year. Or it was a bit trickier because you're doing your dissertation, so it's mm. more uh, in, independent. But uh, other than that, I felt like it was. Um, I feel like the leap between first year and second year was far harder than the leap between second really? year and third year. Yeah. Right. Interesting. So it's course. It's obviously it's course to course. Yeah. yeah. Did you? I. I mean, I feel like media studies in first year was was um, does barely anything going on. Yeah. Same for me. And then second year it did amp up a little bit, but then I don't know if this is my own uh, like image of it because second and third year I kind of focused. You got to choose your own units a bit more, didn't you? So, so. I, I focused on units that I preferred to do, whereas in first year there were a bunch of stuff like um, film production units mm-hmm. and that I wasn't particularly interesting or interested in. Or economics for me. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, so there we go. So I don't know if the only reason I found it was busier in second year and then third year was because I was more interested in yeah, units. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but even then, I didn't think I was... I wasn't rammed with work even in the third year, yeah, I don't think. it's true. So... I, I remember doing my first essay in first year and it was an analysis of a BBC article on IS being um, slowly pushed the territory being slowly pushed back and they they said do um, an analysis of this article and uh, talk about bias and talk about the ideas that are in it and this is bearing in mind at this point I've like just got to uni and I think I'm the dog's bollocks and I'm going to come with all these new political ideas (laughs) Everyone's gonna like bow down to my superior knowledge, and I got forty three. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? I got sixty and from a first essay. It was a such a big wake up call. Wow. Such a big wake up call, and I was like, right, this is not. I am not sitting around the canteen <laughs> just speaking to my friends about this now. Like, yeah. you know, this is not all. I'm not all I'm cracking up to be. It was, it was just a massive like ego knock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I probably didn't take that as well as I, I should have. Yeah. And until like it built on a little bit more, and then you get some better grades back, and, yeah. and, there. and that to me probably should have been like right, switch your head on and mm-hmm. work a bit harder. And I probably took it as like the opposite, as yeah. like I'm gonna push this away now because I don't really want to face up to the fact that I might not know as much as I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And and that was my personal experience, and then would palm work off because I didn't want to face up to doing yeah. a bunch of reading. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and there was stuff that I would rather be doing in my personal time instead of that and yeah. um, that that probably isn't a healthy attitude so getting the balance right I think is what we're saying is, is yeah, like sure. a crucial yeah, part and, and it depends on the course you're doing yeah and your own attitude to it as well like yeah. I think uh, finding some kind of physical activity is really important yes well. definitely yeah that's um, a good point yeah and I think that people don't like there's some kind of competitiveness because a that's going to aid with your social life mm. because you know societies you'll go out on a, for us it was a wednesday mm. um well i think for everybody it's a wednesday isn't it because <laughs> they all play night, each other yeah. yeah um it's true yeah. <laughs> or like going to the gym some kind of exercise yeah that's a good point though if you're bringing up societies and the the more physical ones do you think if we're talking about mental health and that do you think that those societies necessarily have a good impact on mental health and because the amount of stories that we heard from like what the the volleyball team or the america the uh yeah american football team or whatever that they're going out and getting incredibly pissed and and hazing their new um members and getting to do ridiculously horrible things like i don't know or the, all those games about like going on nights out and putting on uh, there was like one site it went out and they had like every letter on their arm and had to kiss somebody with you know yeah. the, their name started with every letter they had to tick them off the list basically all those kind of I mean that's probably not as bad as some of the other yeah. as other things but but still I, I I don't know I think that there's probably I think in principle those things are okay. I think right. the just on paper yeah. that is just a fun like hard sure, game hazy, where you go yeah. and pick some uh, give somebody a peck on the cheek and then you cross the, mm-hmm. the that letter off your arm. It, but it gets to the point where there are people that are doing that kind of thing that feel seriously uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. And you have the peer pressure of yeah. getting absolutely smashed, and there are a lot of people that don't want to go out and get absolutely smashed. Mm-hmm. I think you're I, quite a good example of yeah. that because you didn't start drinking until you were, what, 18? 19, really? actually. 19. No, wait. 20, I just turned So 19. this, again, the cultural difference yeah, for yeah. us is like binge drinking over sure, here is a massive yeah. thing. Yeah. And um, you... I So I wasn't drinking at all for the first three months of Freshers anyway, or yeah. my first year. And then slowly got introduced to it. And yeah. for us, I mean, I was going to parties since I was about 14 years old and had always been around alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I think I first got, I first got drunk when I was about 16, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, I wouldn't encourage. <laughs> well, I think most people would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I feel, yeah. I'm an exception. <laughs> yeah. But when people don't feel like they can turn around and say no. Yeah. Do you know what? I just yeah. don't feel like getting that drunk tonight. Mm-hmm. And they're getting, you know, alcohol forced down them. Yeah. Or, and, you know, they're getting drunk to the point where they're getting yeah. assaulted in clubs mm-hmm. or I think... like f- seriously badly thrown up on the side of yeah. like streets and stuff. And I just, I think that if that stuff is being done, look at me. If, that, <laughs> if that stuff is being done, like I don't want to sound preachy because we've all done it and been yeah. there and like, yeah, we we'll have. probably yeah. be there again. I but <laughs> as long as drinking is being done, like hardcore drinking is being done in a way that's responsible and that people actually want to be doing mm. then I don't have a problem with it yeah. and I don't have a problem with those games sure. but it's when people are shamed for opting out and I, I think that's the real like problem that you see with these societies is that if somebody says 
I don't want to play this game. Mm. They're called a pussy or whatever. And yeah. that is really detrimental. Mm, it is. And forcing people to join in on stuff they don't want to do is harmful. Mm-hmm. I, I think also going out and going out for a night and not drinking is a good idea. I mean, we, but I think we all tried this at certain points, didn't we? Not relying on... Some more successfully yeah, than others. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not relying on alcohol as a, as a crutch to like yeah. make you loosen yeah. up or make you more more social. It's, yeah. a, it's a good skill to have and it's... Um, it is, yeah. It's a, it's a good thing to do. I think yeah, you should all do it at least once, I think. There are times where you're going to have to be out in situations yeah. where you, you're not going to be able to have a drink. Yeah. And, and it's valuable I, to have the skill to be confident enough and yeah. comfortable yeah. enough to... yeah. Would you say so? We we did that for like yeah. October or something, didn't we? we no, it was March. Wasn't March it, was it? Yeah. March, sober March. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you try it during both October and March? Yeah, I think I may have <laughs> not done as well as I would have liked to. Both. But anyway, do you think that, um, that? Do you think that was positive for you? Do you think that built like helped to build your confidence? It, at all yeah, on because myself? it was it was after we'd been going out quite a bit. Uh, yeah. you know, earlier in the year, and I got tickling drunk at several occasions, and, <laughs> and it was. Because we even noticed at the time when we did the the sort of sober march where we, we were getting up earlier, we were feeling more productive yeah. and we didn't have those mornings where we felt slightly hungover. Because it takes out the whole, like, you're it taking does. out two days. Like, yeah. You, yeah. I, if you were to go out on a Wednesday and get absolutely gattered, you know, you'd be done for the whole of Thursday and probably wouldn't be feeling peaky on Friday, like, necessarily. Yeah, right? no, exactly. And you'd Especially have, you'd depending how hard you went, but yeah, still. And, but then if, you're, if we went to the gym for two weeks in a row and we maybe went out a couple of times yeah. and we went to the gym every day yeah. and we were going to lectures we were doing work I felt way better during those times for than sure. I did after going out three or four nights yeah. and that's not to say okay. never go out Absolutely. I mean I love we go for you know yeah. drinks tonight like, yeah, 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 yeah. Know, I'm not saying I love going out to the pub but uh-huh. yeah you, don't you have that balance, have yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. The, we went out several times in March when your friends came down to Portsmouth, yeah. and and you didn't I, drink at all. No, and I, we went out to a, what a club basically, yeah. and yeah, I didn't and drink I don't think I drank that night, and that was one of oh, the you, most you did. fun. Yeah, no, think, but I think you did. I think you did. Yeah, bit. but on that when we went to um, Wedgwood, did I? Yeah, yeah. You, you did. Yeah, I think you did. I'm not going to argue. But you didn't drink. I had a great night. That's what I was going to say. But what I was saying earlier about the whole the fact that there are no social events at uni that um, yes. don't involve drinking, yeah. it's I I think that that's sad. I think I think there should be. I I mean obviously there are probably like the board game nights that people do. I guess that maybe no, I reckon people drink on those. Yeah, maybe they do. Even there was the poker night thing, and people were always had yeah. drinks there, didn't they? Yeah, for sure. Maybe, maybe but people are getting from... trashed, but and then you get into the stories that we've all heard mm-hmm. and we've all witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we can talk about one specific time, but where on times out where we've seen at our friends being harassed in yeah. clubs, mm-hmm. and then they just will turn around to us, and after we say something or after we say how bad it is or report it, this just happens. Yeah, this is just normal. Yeah. This is the culture, mm-hmm. and to that, nothing angers me more than that, because yeah, that is predicated that that. To, for something so invasive and so disgusting to just be the norm where somebody doesn't feel like they can turn around and say something or tell somebody in authority that this is going on and that it should be stopped and that person should face punishment. Yeah. You cannot just go to a club, get pissed up and start groping people under their skirts. No, absolutely. If we are not saying that that is reprehensible behaviour, mm-hmm. I don't know where we've gone wrong as a generation, as a society. I I don't know what we've, we've yeah. done wrong. And 
And there is this air of entitlement that that is okay to do yeah. on a night out, yeah. especially in these bigger societies. Yeah. Um, especially on nights where Absolutely. people go out and get the drunk kissed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I always found the social nights were the worst for things like that. The amount of horror stories you hear. Yeah. And there seems to be a sort of competition between a lot of the societies and things, doesn't there? That, yeah. Or, or that yeah. people like go go harder than they than they would do otherwise because mm-hmm. of the pressure from mm. from being with being within that that sort of club mm-hmm. so yeah and i think it it comes back to the way that we now form relationships yeah like the way that both friendships and actual relationships like sexual relationships yeah. intimate relationships are formed the way that we view these things are happening and brett's going to be writing or you're in the process of writing an article at the moment for the demographical website yeah on, our generation's view of relationships right yeah. or how through love island, love island that, has yeah. influenced yeah. Um, sexual relationships mm-hmm. and i think we'll probably do podcasts on for sure absolutely we'll, for sure um but i think that it follows the same trend yeah this is how we now deem appropriate behavior yeah um and um that can't be pleasant for for people if if you're if that just becomes a normal part of going out, if you're a girl and a normal Absolutely. part of going out. Yeah. For Halloween, yeah. we went yeah. with the Spice Girls, yeah. right? And I was at the bar uh-huh. in Pop World, which is the student club on a Wednesday night in Portsmouth. Um, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> We're not I, affiliated I, in any way. I, no, no. <laughs> I, um, I went as, what Spice was I? You were baby. Uh, I was Baby Spice. I, was I, was, I looked fantastic. Yeah, you did. I was wearing a lovely pink skirt and some knee-high <laughs> socks and a, and a blonde wig. Yeah. And I got, obviously it's quite dark, I got touched up at the bar mm. by this guy. And I, not that it, it bothered me, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around and looked at him yeah. and I'm certain that he thought that I was a girl. Really? Because I turned around and looked at him and his face was like, oh no, what have I done? Really? Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. But... That wig was not that convincing. Well, no, but I suppose my bum is really nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it, you know, you, you never. You, you, it's yeah, dark yeah. and people are drunk, and uh-huh. but I think t- just to do that anyway, yeah. right, is like in no other circumstance would you ever do that to somebody. Yeah. And you can just tell that that's something that he does every time he goes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, that's yeah. Le- that's yeah. normal behaviour yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for that mm-hmm. guy. Um, it's also, I mean, it's way more common, obviously, that guys do that kind of thing. But I've, I, several times I've been to, like, yeah, Delight sure, on a Monday, same, yeah. the alternative night in, in London, in London, in Portsmouth. <laughs> um, and been touched up there yeah. and, like, been groped to, at the bar or something. And it's, and you turn around, but it's fine because they're girls. Yeah. So they're and out. you should enjoy it because you're yeah, a guy yeah, and yeah, girls yeah. are giving you attention. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what, why, are you, why are you not enjoying that? Yeah. Or even at the gay club at the yeah. uh, HB. Like, yeah. there was similar situations there where I was touched up or whatever so i my i've got a friend who i was at uni with and he went to a bar and a girl was touching him up and it was making him and she was full-on groping him right in front of everyone and they stood there laughing at this happening to this guy and he was saying that he felt super uncomfortable he just like wanted it stopped but he he's quite he, he, he didn't have the confidence to sure. say, oh, like, I, can you stop this? Because it's sure, making me feel yeah. really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If that was the other way around and he was doing that to a girl, yeah. and you are going to sit there and tell me that everybody would be sat there laughing. People would have smacked him. Yeah. yeah. And some sure. would say rightly so. Yeah. The fact that he's a guy and she's doing that and everyone stood around laughing, to me, is 
is disgusting. Double standards. So yeah, it is, and so this it happens both ways. Yeah, right. It obviously, um, it happens way more. I think, for sure, for, for sure. But yeah, it's important to recognise this. It does happen as but, well. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and that is something that those boundaries mm-hmm. are something that you know we've got to like have a conversation about. Yeah, as, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it that's again some of the stories that you hear about happening in halls, like the rape stories yeah. that happen in halls, and um, people being spiked. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've, yeah, everybody knows somebody that's been spiked. Yeah, if yeah. not, it's happened to themselves. You, yeah. you reckon you were spiked, don't, I do. don't you? I yeah. do. Um, I mean, I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not in a were, good way. Yeah. Um, Luckily, you had us to protect you. I yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> you did a great job. Well, sort of a great job. I you just didn't even remember head. running <laughs> into a wall and yeah. nobody really like looked <laughs> into my rescue. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> that was I mean, in the safety of our own home. Though, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. And that was that was in that was at that, uh, that was on a student was, night, at, wasn't it? At, yeah, on, on the Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. you know, this stuff. I mean, you hear it happens all the time, and the positions that some people must find themselves in. Oh, I just yeah. I'd never want to even contemplate that happening to somebody ever. No. Um, no. And no, and uh, there was there was a I read a story that there was a bartender in a student club that was arrested because he was taking money mm. from people to spike drinks. Really? So they'd give a picture, wow. and I'll try and find the article. And if we can find, if I, if I can find the article, I'll link it. Yeah. We'll link it to the video. Okay. Um, but um, the podcast. The yeah, the podcast. Sorry, he was yeah being given images of somebody and then. Spiking the drinks of those people and being paid to do it. Really? Giving yeah. images of them? Yeah. Wow. How crazy is that? Yeah, so <laughs> there's no way you can, no one you can trust, no. right? Um, so I don't know how you, what the solution is to that. Mm. Um, no. Particularly, I think that's a, a crazy case of, of something like that happening. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just the, the things like, you know, sexual harassment mm. alone is something that, you know, that's just not on. Yeah. Um, and but uh, a lot of people will, won't experience that kind of thing, and a lot of people will. You know, yeah. I, I it, it's it's not really happened mm-hmm. to me. No. Um, but but then thinking about the whole university experience as a whole. Yeah. So obviously, we I think we all we didn't have terrible terrible experiences in our experiences in our first few years, but they were definitely not as good as our third year. I think, and we all had suffered from different stages of mental health issues and, and whatnot. Sure. Overall. Do you think it was a positive experience? Do you think would you have done it again? Would you do it again, or would you, um, if somebody asked you for their for your advice and or for so yeah, asked yeah yeah go on. Well, as far as doing it again, absolutely. Yeah. I think I learned more at my first two years in university about myself than at any other point in my life. Sure. And I think that you have to put yourself out there and yeah. you have to do stuff that mm-hmm. take you out of your comfort zone. And I'm a better person, I think, now than I was when I started uni. I know a lot more and I've learned a lot more. And yeah. I'm very glad I finished my degree and I'm very glad that I'm in the position I am now. I've made, you know, friends that I'll have for the rest of my life and um, all that jazz. Yeah. As far as advising people as to whether they should do it, I know far too many people that, on the face of it, shouldn't have gone to uni or shouldn't be at university. Yeah. Uh, just because it's not because they're not intelligent people, not because they can't hack it. A lot of them have got very good degrees, but just because, and they'll say this themselves, I should, they, I, they should have just gone and worked. Yeah. Because for the stuff that they did, it would mm-hmm. have been far better. They would have been far better off going and getting a job. Yeah. 
And it's a, a unfortunately, we can talk about the fees. Yeah. It's a lot of money to pay to go out and party for three yeah, years. For sure. It's too much money. Uh-huh. Go and have a holiday. Yeah. Spend the money traveling. Yeah. Nine, nine grand. You got what? You got to spend nine grand on a, a on a traveling yeah. holiday for a year. You could do and, insane yeah. things with that money. And that's just the tuition fees for one year. Tuition exactly. fees as well, exactly. not even maintenance uh, loans or whatever. Yeah, so what, you end up spending about 34 grand over yeah, the yeah. entire period. Uh-huh. 34, 34 grand. You want to spend 34 grand on traveling for three years. Yeah. You could see everywhere. You could yeah. see in crazy places. You have incredible experiences. Uh-huh. Um, and then you could go and get a job mm-hmm. and start earning that, that yeah. money back. and getting better experience as far as work is concerned because mm-hmm. a lot of people whilst a lot of university employment rates are high how many people are doing jobs that directly correlate to their degree mm-hmm. probably not that many does having well, a not degree, as many does having a degree on your cv though help do you think in terms of getting jobs it depends what the job is but yeah i can't i couldn't get a, i applied for tens of political jobs i couldn't get an interview for love nor money yeah mm, true so I, I mean, they might say something more about me and my qualifications and my CV, but it I, it didn't help me mm. in when I was applying. Sure. Yeah. So mm. you know, I know I either had the option to go into sub, doing something else mm. or you know starting my own company, and that just was the direction that I took. I'm you know, yeah. really glad that I did. But it depends on the individual. Some people you could have the same or better social experiences outside of university and further your life and your career more. Yeah. If Some people are massively suited to uni. Yeah, because I th- I think uni is sort of just an easy way into a social life. Whereas, but if you're willing to put yourself out there and you have the and you already have those skills beforehand, I think even just moving to a new city or something, yeah. it's not difficult to make new friends. As I yeah. think I found recently, anyway. Yeah. But what do you think, Alex? I think I think I'd say make sure that it's absolutely what you want to start to study. If if you're going for the social side, I'm not sure university is the best. Thing. If, mm. if you think you just want to party for three years then just as you were saying go and travel go and do that but um if it's something that you're absolutely sure you want to study and and you know something that you feel like you're going to enjoy for three or even even more years in in certain like medicine and and thing things like that um because i i kind of wish i'd i'd thought thought about it more i kind of wish i'd taken a gap year before coming to university to be honest because i felt like I'm not sure. I wouldn't say I was pressured into it, but I felt like I didn't know what else to do, and mm. everyone was just saying, "I'll oh, go to uni." So a lack um, of options. Yeah. Lack of yeah. It's like the default almost. It, ex- yeah, exactly. Go to uni. Exactly, and, and my my sixth form wasn't exactly the best sixth form that you could go to, so they were kind of pushing to get as many people to go to uni as they could. Yeah. So I I, I think I'd say if you desperately want to go, then go, but make sure you you think you're studying something that you mm. actually want to study. Yeah, because it's a long time to be doing something and, that you hate. Yeah. I would say the same thing, because I feel like I went into um, to uni with because I'd spent so long on my own with my grandparents. I went into it with the idea of mainly getting a social life. It was like the easy way into one, like I just said, and I didn't really take much notice of the courses. I Luckily, I happened to be in one that I then found interesting eventually, but... Not in my first year very much, but eventually I got into it. But if I hadn't, if I'd chosen some other course, I de- i mean, I was only in it for the social life at first. Yeah. And I didn't even get that particularly very much in the first year anyway. So yeah. it might have ended up worse if I... Yeah. I think just... Yeah. I didn't like. Yeah, just for the life experiences, it, it, yeah. it worked well for me. 
Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, overall, I I think I'd definitely still say that. I think I'd definitely say it was yeah. worth it. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'm glad I did did the grade. Um, I adore politics. I yeah. love it. It's my passion. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be the, in the position I am now to you know be able to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. but then things change so quickly life yeah. changes so quickly and you never expect to be in the position that you're in in a year's time that you actually end up in yeah yeah so yeah. I mean where we were a year ago we never would have mm. expected that we'd be here now so, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. and if you do those things if you make sure that you get the fundamentals of like making sure your finances are good and staying on top of work and throwing yourself into absolutely everything and just having the best social life you can mm -hmm. you will it just makes things so much more yes. easier doesn't and it and you'll have an incredible time yeah yeah um, because if my first second year were like my third year was mm -hmm. uni would have been, been insane insanely good yeah um, but I'm glad that I just had the third year experience yeah. that I did and sure. just make sure that it's for you and if you do all those things have support networks around you mm -hmm. be prepared for the stress be prepared yeah. for being on your own for the first time for the feelings of loneliness that's something that we haven't really discussed i mean i yeah, felt insanely lonely for a, a lot of the time in yeah. my especially my first year mm -hmm. like where i was really adapted and then you kind of get used to it which is quite sad yeah but my first year for, for sure i had that feeling of loneliness yeah, I did as well um if you prepare for all those things and you, you get ready for them i, I think that it will be a great experience and you'll learn yeah. a lot and you'll meet a lot of great people but yeah just yeah prepare I suppose yeah. and make sure it's for you and yeah think it through as much as you can I'm not sure how you would prepare for that kind of thing but just be aware that it, it happens yeah. I suppose but yeah and have ways to deal with it yeah sure and yeah. Be, go, go try and be, put yourself in the position put yourself out there yeah. and, and talk to people and you know yeah. hopefully yeah. hopefully this has helped hopefully if you're listening to this thinking about going to university then it's helped a bit yeah. um, and we haven't sounded too negative we didn't <laughs> haven't even spoken about like universities as an institution no i think we should probably yeah. save that for a separate yeah podcast. so it's an endless list yeah. but There's i hope so the advice helps and our experiences yeah. a little bit and share your experiences with us we want to know what you thought about found about university and hmm. where you are now and what you think and we're planning on doing something with the show where uh people send in positive news or um problems that they're having or uh just you know comments on their own yeah lives, I guess. exactly so, that, yeah. that we can share or talk about on the podcast and help people work through stuff or talk about positive things that are going on in your life we want to kind of try and spread a bit of positivity so if you've done something you've achieved something or you've um started a, your own business or you've got a promotion or something we want to have a five to ten minute section at the end of the video where we can look at emails and podcasts uh, the podcast sorry and say and read out these positive things that are going on in your life so if you want to send us in anything and it can be as small as i got a dog to <laughs> as big as i've just got a promotion and i'm now earning x amount of money the email is demographicauk at gmail.com send those over and uh we will make sure that we read every single one we possibly can out on yeah. the podcast <laughs> anything else to add gentlemen no i don't think so no, I'm all good. As always, thank you very much for listening. Um, look out for the next one. Go and participate in the Demographica quizzes on Instagram, polls, surveys. Um, if you want to write us an article, again, email us. Put, I want to write an article big in the subject line so I can see it and we will get back to you. Um, and, you know, engage and look out for each other.
Yeah. Um, At uni and in, and in life. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.